The Louisville football team needs to set the tone in the first four games of the season. We're going to explain how they can do that and more on today's episode of the Locked On the Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome in to another episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast. I'm your host, Alton Pence. I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. I also do some PA announcing work for the university in various sports. I want to take this time to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder, the Locked On the Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. In the first installment of the season preview series, we will discuss the uh, first section of the season, breaking episodes down into four teams discussed per episode. So we're talking about the first portion of the season, which features opponents like Georgia Tech, Murray State, Indiana, and Boston College for the Louisville football team. We're going to explain why the Cardinals need to set the tone in the first four games and how they're going to do that. We'll also talk about, uh, we, we will briefly discuss what each of the four opponents bring to the table and a little bit of a general preview, not too much in depth. And then to conclude the show, we will dive into predictions. But like I mentioned, there will be three segments in this series uh, breaking down the season preview. Uh, four teams will be discussed in obviously chronological order, depending on when they're are being played by Louisville. Uh, we'll go first four games and the next four games and then the next four games, obviously. But um, we'll talk about um, everything from what those teams bring to the table against Louisville, what is at stake for the Cardinals. We'll also do some predictions. Um, before we discuss these four games and setting the tone, I do want to thank you all for making us, again, your first listen of the day. This is the two-year anniversary of the Locked on Louisville podcast launch. The first episode of the show was released August 2nd, 2021 in a hotel room in Destin, Florida, um, which I recorded on very bad Wi-Fi with some very suboptimal equipment. But nonetheless, um, I don't want to get too sentimental. I just am very, very thankful for you all and, and happy for how the show has continued to grow. But Let's dive into the month of August, first episode of August, meaning that we are under a month away from that AFLAC kickoff game against Georgia Tech down in Atlanta in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. Um, I think it's pretty straightforward here. The cards need to set the tone in the first four games. Well, why do they need to do that, and how do they need to do that? Well, number one, it is a section of the schedule that many view as the most favorable of the three. I mean, the four teams that you're going up against, none of them went over 500 just a season ago. And I don't see them. I don't see any of them having any sort of huge turnaround to where they are contending for a conference championship or anything like that. They may obviously progress, but nonetheless, this is viewed as the uh, easiest part of the schedule 
in a schedule that's really not all that hard to begin with. I mean, you have some solid opponents in the middle part of the, the schedule, Notre Dame, NC State, Pittsburgh, Duke, and then you have Kentucky and Miami, Virginia Tech and Virginia are kind of right there as well. But overall, this is one of the weakest schedules in the Power Five, according to a lot of analysts, based on what we saw last year. As I mentioned once, it's a or it's not uncommon for teams to um, outplay their projection, be better than they were, like Syracuse in the first six games of the year last year, in which they went six and zero, but then kind of uh, tailed off and went uh, six and five or seven and five, whichever one of the two. Um, but nonetheless, this first part of the schedule is where Louisville needs to set the tone. And for starters, it, it's pretty simple. A lot of people are assuming that the Cardinals are going to be undefeated before they play Notre Dame on that game on October 7th. Now, I caution people to believe that because not because I'm not optimistic, because I'm trying not to put the cart before the horse here. I'm very optimistic about the season. Again, I'm taking it game by game. And nonetheless, that road game on Friday night in Raleigh when you take on NC State, that is not a game to overlook by any means. And I really, really am pleading for you not to overlook that because that's going to be a tough game against an offense of scheme that Louisville has struggled to stop in the past three seasons. Um, a quarterback in Brendan Armstrong that, for the most part, outside of last year, has been very good against Louisville, and then obviously you have a good defense to go along with that. But nonetheless, first four games of the season is expected to be four wins for Louisville. Put it this way, Louisville needs to win the first four games, and there's no doubt about it. I don't care if Georgia Tech looks a little bit better than uh, they seem to be. Indiana, Murray State, Boston College, it does not matter. These are four games that Louisville should win. These are four games that Louisville needs to win. Will they win them, though? Well, we're going to talk about that in the predictions section. But a lot of Louisville fans are kind of circling that Notre Dame game early on right away as, hey, look, Louisville could be like a top-10 team come that time. And I, I just want to say that could that be the case? Yeah, it could be the case. But let's not put the cart before the horse here. Let's play the games first and not get ahead of ourselves. So you know why they need to set the tone for the first four games? Because if you're going to reach that ceiling that people have put around the program in year one under head coach Jeff Brom and company, you have to win those first four games because those are the easiest games. Because if you go into a, a portion of where maybe you go three and one, Let's say you lose to one of the three teams, one of the three Power Five teams, and you question, well, can Louisville still get to nine, ten wins? I mean, sure, but you have to win six of the seven coming up, and the schedule features Notre Dame, NC State, Pittsburgh, Duke, Kentucky, and Miami, not to mention other ACC opponents. So to get to that um, ceiling, I think that the prerequisite is you have to first win the first four games on the schedule in games that you are going to be favored by, I'd say, at least a touchdown in, in all of the games that you're going to play in the first four weeks of the season in September. Um, so that's the why. How? Well, I think that um, you know it differs depending on the opponent, but I think that the things that you're going to see, regardless of opponent, number one, offensive cohesiveness, the chemistry on offense. That means 
Jack Plummer, who is being circled as a guy who could be a breakout player. He has to step up to the plate and be at least, at the very, very, very least in these first four weeks of the season, a serviceable quarterback that you can win games um, with your offensive talent and your quarterback not necessarily playing the greatest, but that's the very least. That's like bottom line. That's the floor of this offense. Like your offense has to be at least average to get to where you need to be. And that's, you know, the very bottom line, you know, assuming that you can do what you need to do to win. But Jack Plummer has to be solid for Louisville. He is the X factor on offense. I mean, the quarterback is the most important player on the team. Um, protecting the quarterback, dominating the trenches. I think that the Louisville offensive line is going to be very good. I think that the Louisville defensive line is going to be very good. Setting the tone, establishing that consistency and disruptiveness in the trenches on both lines of scrimmage is going to be a focus for the Louisville Cardinals. And I think another way you can set the tone is limiting the big plays. It seems like Louisville's issue Ever since 2017, even when the Louisville turned it around, the biggest issue for the Cardinals over the past half decade plus is giving up the big play. And that's something that you have to look at at this defense and say, how can we prevent teams from putting up a ton of points on us? Well, you limit the big play. And we're going to talk. That's how Boston College beat Louisville last year when the Eagles had no reason to even be within contention of that game. So I think that personally, um, you know, you set the tone by, I mean, essentially putting forth the effort at the line of scrimmage. It starts in the trenches, but getting the performances that you need to get the performance, getting performances from the players that you need to get the performances from Jack Plummer and company Ashton Gelati and that pass rush. So um, Cardinals need to set the tone in the first four games and they can do so um, against Four opponents that all did not go over 500 last season. We'll talk about, well, what are their respective outlooks briefly? We'll discuss uh, Georgia Tech, Murray State, Indiana, and Boston College here momentarily after we talk about our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. It helps you find the right people you want to talk to for your team faster and for free. Essentially, you go to your profile, create a free job post, add your job in the personal in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word. You have simple tools at your simple tools at your disposal, such as screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skill sets you desire. It's why well, excuse me, I can't speak. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to. Faster, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Moving right on along, now discussing the first four teams of the schedule in this initial segment of a three-part series, breaking down the Louisville schedule a little bit further we're going to discuss the teams a little bit at length. Like I mentioned, Georgia Tech, Murray State, Indiana, Boston College up on the docket to begin the year 
for the Cardinals. Louisville opens up the season technically on the road. They play at Mercedes-Benz Stadium where the Falcons play against the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Georgia Tech struggled to start the year last year, ended up firing their head coach. Brent Key was the um, the uh, interim head coach, and Georgia Tech went 4-4 four and four to end the year. They ended up 5-7, and 4-4 four and four in the conference. The Yellow Jackets decided to hire Key full-time. Um, for a team that really struggled um, on both sides of the ball, but nonetheless won five games. They have brought in some key players, most notably Texas A&M quarterback Haynes King. King was the starter for the Aggies last season before losing his starting job and entering the portal. Um, Travion Cooley, most notably, in the running back committee. He is in Atlanta now playing for the Jackets. And Christian Leary, a very highly rated wide receiver from Alabama, that is now in Atlanta as well. Leary was uh, committed to Kentucky at one time and then went to Alabama. Now he is at um, Georgia Tech for that wide receiving court. It's hot, really hard to predict what we're going to see out of this team schematically speaking because of the change at head coach. Uh, but nonetheless, there are pieces on this offense that could really throw a wrench in Louisville's plans if they don't come to play, if they come out like last year and sleepwalk through that first game, well, you could be in a little bit of trouble if you're a Louisville um, because of the talent on this team. The defense did lose Keon White and their two starting linebackers, uh, but they bring some players back. They went to the transfer portal to address as well. Their main issue this year is going to be depth. It was an issue last year. It's going to be an issue this year. CBS has projected them at four and a half wins. Louisville is a eight-point favorite in this game. Uh, but Georgia Tech, nonetheless, week one, this is the best time for Louisville to play them as they search for their identity as a program and as Brent Key looks to um, you know, put his effect onto this team. So Louisville catches them at the best point of the season. The Louisville Cardinals will then... Uh, play at home against Murray State on Thursday, September 7th. That's a 7.30 kickoff game. Uh, Murray State last year went 2-9. and nine. Uh, Really, really struggled, and I would assume that this is a game that Louisville should win pretty handedly. So uh, not much really to talk about here. No disrespect to Murray State, but um, this is um, a game in which Louisville should win. The Cardinals then go to another NFL stadium the next week as they play at Lucas Oil Stadium up in Indianapolis against the Indiana Hoosiers. Indiana 6-19 and in their last 25 games. Some of those wins come against FCS opponents. They went 4-8 and last year, 2-7 and in the conference. Only seven starters back for Tom Allen. Um, there is a lot of returning um you know, there's a lot of returning guys at linebacker, at safety. Uh, Cam Camper, who tore his ACL, is coming back to the wide receiving core. You have Josh Henderson and Jalen Lucas back at the running back position. Christian Turner from Wake Forest transfers into the group. The main thing for this air raid offense is going to be, well, what does highly rated or former highly rated quarterback transfer from Tennessee, Taven Jackson, what is he going to do? He only has 37 yards to his name playing behind Hendon Hooker last year for the Volunteers. So a very talented player, but doesn't have that experience, uh, isn't tested at the Power 5 level. So catching him third week of the season is another fortunate timing event for Louisville. Um, air Raid offense, very talented, top 200 recruit coming out of high school, but still Taven Jackson is still pretty young in terms of 
game experience. Lost a good amount of um, guys overall. Like I said, seven returning starters. They The issue for Indiana is getting after the quarterback. Um, only 37 sacks combined in the past two seasons. And now you're going up against a very veteran-led Louisville offensive line with a ton of returning guys uh, or with a ton, of guy, a ton of guys that are either returning for Louisville uh, playing multiple seasons or coming to Louisville after playing multiple seasons. Indiana, it's about trying to take the next step forward. I've seen anywhere from four to five, maybe even six wins, but they're projected at three and a half. I think that, once again, this is a solid timing aspect for Louisville to get Indiana at this point in the season. It's not really a home game, I wouldn't say, for Indiana. I mean, I guess technically, is it listed as one? Um, technically, Louisville is the – are they the home team in this? Um, I mean, it's played at a neutral location. So, I mean, Louisville's listed as a home team against Georgia Tech and against Indiana. But that's a noon kickoff on the Big Ten Network. Um, and then, obviously, Jeff Brom has had some success against the Indiana program. Um, and then the last on the schedule is the – Second ACC team on the schedule, Boston College. The Eagles went three and nine, two and six in conference last year, but one of those wins includes a win against Louisville. Some big time plays from Zay Flowers. Thankfully, for Louisville's sake, Zay Flowers is no longer with the Boston College program. He's now with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Phil Yurkovic is trans or has transferred to Pittsburgh, but Emmett Moorhead, who will be a sophomore, had a very, very good end of the season from November on for Jeff Halfley's team. Jeff Halfley could definitely be fighting for his job this upcoming season, so there's a lot of urgency. Um, you do have to replace Zay Flowers. They brought in Ryan O'Keefe, a familiar opponent from Central Florida that Louisville has gone up against. Um, really, all honesty, one of the worst offensive line units in the country last year really couldn't protect their quarterback. Um, couldn't really establish the run either. They get Chris Mahogany back uh, who suffered a, a season ending knee injury before last season. They got some other players in uh, for, I think from Texas state and Logan Taylor from Virginia, I believe his name is. So um, offensive line is going to be the main focus on how good Boston college could get seeing if they can make a bowl game. Um, they are projected at five and a half wins. So they are looking to take the next step. Um, you bring back Donovan as who is going to be one of the best edge rushers in the ACC and a potential breakout player across the country. I'm interested to see how he plays under a new defensive scheme. Um, Pat Garlow is back at running back. Uh, he had a very lackluster season after topping a thousand yards in 2021. Um, so he's one to focus on. They have some guys in the back half of the secondary that may lead you to believe that Boston College's passing defense is going to be decent. The main thing is defending the run. That's the issue here for Boston College, something that they couldn't do last year, a very, very poor defensive effort. Um, to make matters uh, more clear, the team just struggled last year. So um, – Louisville will get them at home Saturday, September 23rd. The time is to be determined, um, but I like where Louisville is able to get them um, in week four. So let's talk predictions. 
Will Louisville win these four games? I think they will, and we're going to talk about why for each game here momentarily. Before we do that, I want to thank you all again for making Locked On Louisville your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the show is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. Every dayers on tomorrow's episode of the show, we will continue discussing the season in the second installment of the season preview series. The second episode will feature the middle part of the schedule, which is going to be very tough road games at NC State and Pittsburgh, hosting Notre Dame and Duke. So we will break those down on the next episode of the show. So stay tuned. But there is one episode to go in this first month of August. I can't believe it's already August. It feels like this year has already flown by, um, which is wild to me. Maybe I'm just, um, you know, uh, a sucker for the times, but um, a sucker for recency bias, if you will. But nonetheless, let's get back on track. I think Louisville's going to win the first four games. I Like I mentioned, I would be surprised if the Cardinals were favored by less than seven in any of these three games. Let's start out with Georgia Tech. First game of the year, favored by eight points over the Yellow Jackets. Uh, first, uh, technically first permanent or first game under permanent head coach Brent Key. I think that the defense for Georgia Tech um, is going to try to figure some things out. They lost Key on White, their star edge rusher, um, a program that's you know looking to create an identity and get themselves in the right. Uh, or get themselves on the right track. I think that there's some talent offensively. I'm not a huge fan of Haynes King um, from seeing what he did last year at Texas A&M, but he definitely could uh, pick it up. Um, you've got some talented guys on this offense like Trey Cooley and Christian Leary. We may see s- some situations to where it might take Louisville's defense a little bit to get going, but I think that Louisville is going to be a team that plays Georgia Tech maybe a little bit closer in the first half but is able to pull away in the second half for a double-digit win. So I think Louisville beats Georgia Tech here in the opener to start the Jeff Brom era out 1-0. and I just think right now, uh, you look at both rosters, Louisville's just in a different uh, spot. And I think that um, first game, going to be a lot of buzz, and they're going to play to that advantage for Jeff Brom. Game number two against Murray State, I think that this is going to be a game that Louisville also wins, but pretty handedly. I think it's going to be a blowout. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of younger guys get some action in the second half, um, a potential backup quarterback opportunity, whether it's Brady Allen, Pierce Clarkson, uh, Harrison Bailey, Evan Conley, Brock Doman, whoever it is, getting an opportunity to lead the second-team offense uh, in that second half. But the first home game of Jeff Brom's career at Louisville, as the head coach turns out solid, the cards start out 2-0. and oh. Then you move on to take on another non-conference opponent up in Indianapolis. You take on Indiana, who wanted to get out of this game earlier in the offseason, so we didn't forget about that. But um, it'll be interesting to see how Taven Jackson plays in the first two games. I think that there is some talent on that offense. You obviously have guys like Henderson, Lucas, and Turner is going to be like a three-headed monster at running back. But the thing is, this is sort of an A-rate offense by scheme. So Taven Jackson is going to be throwing the ball. Cam Camper coming back along with some other players um, helps this offense out. Um, you have some defensive players coming back. The issue has been getting after the quarterback. I think that Louisville's offense is going to set the tone here. And the question is, can Indiana score with Louisville? And I'm not necessarily so sure that they can. 
Um, and this is still going to be sort of a inexperienced team, only replacing seven starters. Sure, they went to the transfer portal, but you do wonder just how much that is going to play a factor this early. Indiana is looking for anything to turn this program around and continue to improve. 2022 is better than 2021 for Tom Allen's team, but I still think that Louisville wins this game. How much? I think, um, I, I mean, I think by at least seven points. It's really hard to project week three, but I do think that Louisville wins this game um, by at least seven points. So moving into the next ACC game against Boston College, um, this is a potential trip-up game if you don't play to your potential because I do think that this offense with Emmett Moorhead, Ryan O'Keefe, uh, offensive line guys coming back, Pat Garwo, um, you do have some talent on this offense. And Jeff Halfley's team has shown that they can play Louisville pretty decently tough, especially last year. Last year was the epitome of mess around and find out. And Louisville came out flat. They gave up big plays. And next thing you know, you give up 40 points and you lose to Boston College. You come in focused to this one, you're going to win the game, in my opinion. Um, I think that Boston College's defense is going to struggle to stop Louisville, and I think that Louisville's pass rush is really going to give Boston College's offense some fits. Devin Ezraku is a guy that Louisville will need to uh, game plan for, which I believe that they will. Um, I think Boston College will be the toughest of the four teams to play against, especially with a couple games into the season for Emmett Moorhead, but I think that those that game or those games and those reps before this game is going to help out Jack Plummer and company do the same thing and shake off some of that rust. So I'm very excited for this game. I think that Louisville wins this game by, I'm going to say at least, um, I mean, I think by about at least seven points, it, it could be a little bit more depending on how focused Louisville is coming into this game. But I think that this is a opportunity. This is an opportunity for Louisville to set the tone. They're going to do that. They need to start out, um, winning the first four games because the season gets significantly tougher in the next eight. So we'll talk about the second um, section of games on tomorrow's episode of the show, but to find the show on all streaming services, you can follow the graphic now. 